Welcome to The Countdown, your number one destination for all sports insight coming from yours truly, Ian Farmer. Enjoy the episode. This is my official Oppenheimer review. Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer and thank you for listening. As always, check out tallboyblog.com and check out the Instagram page CTN Sports for all new sports content and news every single day. And if you haven't yet, please check out the Little Mellow interview, which just dropped earlier today. If you have not seen the movie yet, I would suggest watching it first because this is very spoiler heavy and I do not want to spoil the movie for anybody. So this is your warning. Spoiler alert. I'm going to start with a description of the movie. During World War II, Lieutenant General Leslie Groves Jr. appoints physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer to work on the top secret Manhattan Project. Oppenheimer and a team of scientists spend years developing and designing the atomic bomb. Their work comes to fruition on July 16, 1945, as they witness the world's first nuclear explosion, forever changing the course of history. I'm going to start by a very huge statement. Oppenheimer is my movie of the year. And there's only one movie that I think is going to contend with it later in the year. And I will will review that at the end because my attention is on the movie right now. One thing I loved about this film, the first takeaway from this film, 95% of Oppenheimer is dialogue. This is not an action film. This is a drama. This is a very dialogue-heavy film. But it's such good dialogue. The way the movie is able to explain a story that lasts for multiple years, as it said in the description, they spent years developing and designing the atomic bomb. The way the movie is able to explain a story that lasts for multiple years and still keep the audience up to date is fantastic. And that work is all done by arguably the greatest war genre movie director in history, and that is Christopher Nolan. The sense of emotion in the film is some of the best I've ever seen in cinema. You legit feel bad for Oppenheimer in the film. And yeah, I mean, sure, movies have done that before, but you have to watch the movie to understand the emotion that is just bleeding from the movie screen is something that I don't know if I've ever seen before with a movie experience. The emotion that the film gives off during the testing of the atomic bomb makes the audience realize how big of a deal it truly is. You truly realize how important what they're designing, what they are doing is. The movie absolutely brings the audience into the time of World War II, and you can truly understand how big the atomic bomb truly is and how important it is to the world. Um, whenever, Whenever the bomb goes off, which we know happened, Oppenheimer begins to feel great guilt and begins smoking a lot. If you could not tell in the film, after the bomb went off, Oppenheimer was smoking an awful lot. He was a big cigarette guy. He was smoking a absurd amount than he usually was. It took a toll on him. He felt very guilty of it. The instrumentals in this film, the soundtrack, the movie, is what makes this film so great by Ludwig. I cannot say his name. He is foreign. I am sorry. But the way that he is able to grasp the audience with the music is another 
thing that is very hard to beat. That, that is very, very hard to beat. In the end, Oppenheimer gets his license revoked, but he is able to keep his job as a professor. The film shows you how much Oppenheimer and the atomic bomb changed the world forever. The atomic bomb changed the course of history forever. It started nuclear explosions. The film truly makes you feel like you're in 1940, in the 1940s, and in World War II. They talk about Hitler in this. They talk about, um, there's a newspaper that comes in that um, one of Oppenheimer's students brings to him and showcases to him in the film. And the top headline says, Hitler and Germany invade Poland, which we know happened in history, which truly just shows you right where they are in the time of World War II. It truly takes a deep dive into the mind of Robert Oppenheimer and the effects that the atomic bomb had on him mentally. Obviously, the atomic bomb killed around 125,000 people, and Oppenheimer feels responsible for that. Killian Murphy does a fantastic job and truly was the best actor to play as Robert Oppenheimer in this role. Other actors such as Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon truly helped the f- make the film what it is. Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., two of the biggest actors in Hollywood, along with Killian Murphy, truly give this film a blockbuster lineup. Another thing that caught my eye, if you watch closely, if you watch the film closely enough, you would realize this as well. Josh Peck and Devin Bostick truly take on a role outside of their usual genre and put on such an amazing performance. Josh Peck. The guy that I watched as a kid on Drake and Josh literally is the guy. He plays the role of the guy who actually presses the button to let off the bomb. You can see the nervousness and the and the anxiety in the character as he's getting ready to press the button to the bomb that does have potential to end the world. They talk about this heavy inside the film that this bomb has a chance to destroy the world, it can create a chain reaction that would destroy the world. He begins shaking and he's sweating and he looks like he's about to cry as he can barely press the button because his hand's shaking so much. Devin Bostick from Diary of the Wimpy Kid. He was Roderick in Diary of the Wimpy Kid. Growing up reading books about Diary of the Wimpy Kid, watching Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies, and now he's in a war movie with... Directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, it's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing what those two um, guys were able to do. And only add to the blockbuster lineup. I mean, especially kids from my generation. They know exactly who Josh Peck and Devin Bostick is. So that's only going to draw more people to the theaters. The, the dialogue in the film is something that cannot be taught. The film can truly keep you on the edge of your seat more than an action movie. I was on the edge of my seat in this film. More than majority of the films that I've ever watched inside the movie theater. I mean, maybe the Batman, some Star Wars movies are some exceptions, but a truly amazing film. The visuals in the film with the bomb testing and eventually the bomb landing in Japan is something that you don't see in many films. You do not see that in many films. Obviously, Christopher Nolan did not use CGI in this film. He actually used real-life substances to help make the film and... I mean, truly, truly amazing what he was able to do. The Albert Einstein scenes truly put you in the World War II era and shows the audience how important Einstein was in that time. Albert Einstein was such an amazing part of of, uh, World War II, and I love how they were able to implement him into the film. And it also shows you how good of a relationship Oppenheimer and Einstein had. I mean, there's multiple times in this film where Robert, Robert Oppenheimer is going to Albert Einstein just to ask for advice. They 
greatest physicist in the world is going to Albert Einstein for advice. That shows you how important and how much of an impact Albert Einstein had on that era. Despite knowing the true story of World War II and the atomic bomb, the movie still manages to make it a mystery as to what truly happens. This bomb is getting ready to go off, and even though in real life we know that the bomb was successful, I'm still sitting there like, what's going to happen? Like, is the bomb going to work? Is it going to destroy the world? Like, I, I really don't know. Like, I really did not know. My main takeaways from the film are how good Christopher Nolan is at making at making a classic movie revolving around dialogue and suspense. Like I said, this is my movie of the year right now. I love this film. If you have not seen Oppenheimer yet, please go check it out because you will, I repeat, you will not, not be disappointed. But as I promised, there is one film that I think could beat this film. And I don't honestly don't think it's going to. I think at the end of the year, this is going to be my movie of the year. But if there is one film that can do it, I think it's the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. The Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. I think that is one film that has still has a chance at movie of the year. But I think it's between those two films. Right now, Oppenheimer is my movie of the year. Let me know what you thought about it. Let me know what you thought about the review. But I love each and every one of you. Like I always say, like I always say, check out tallboyblog.com. Check out the Instagram page, CTN Sports. And as always, check out the Lil Mellow interview, which just dropped earlier today. I love each and every one of you, and I will see you all in the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Countdown. As always, check out a new episode Sunday through Friday every single week. We will see you in the next one.